Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Good Tuesday morning, a very cold and icy one for tens of millions. We've got everything you need to know before you head out the door. It's January 31st. This is today. Slip sliding away, crashes and power outages mounting as a major ice storm grips the south. More than 1,000 flights already canceled or delayed, while up north that intense blast of Arctic air has temperatures plummeting. Al's tracking all of it, including where that brutal cold is headed next. Breaking overnight, new fallout. More Memphis police officers and emergency workers disciplined in the brutal beating of Tyree Nichols. Just ahead, new reaction from his family demanding even more answers from the investigation. Involuntary manslaughter. Alec Baldwin set to be formally charged today in the fatal shooting of a cinematographer on the set of Rust. What prosecutors are now saying about the case and when the star will have to face a judge. Vanished. The disappearance of two rare monkeys adding to a growing mystery at the Dallas Zoo. Why police now believe they were stolen. The fourth bizarre incident involving animals there this month alone. Those stories plus on a mission. The Princess of Wales steps out unveiling her new campaign aimed at helping children with one of her most high profile speeches yet. Fundamentally, healthy, happy children shape a healthy, happy future. We're live at Buckingham Palace. And remembering Cindy Williams, tributes pouring in for the beloved star of Laverne and Shirley as we celebrate her remarkable life and career today, Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Good morning. Good to see you. It's a Tuesday morning. We're so happy you're with us. What a sad morning, though, uh, with Cindy Williams and that uh, that that's iconic show and song. Uh, I must grew up watching her. her so much. Yeah. When I read this news, I know yeah. your heart sunk a yeah. little bit. She was incredible. She mm-hmm. was here many times. Mm-hmm. We'll look back at the life of Cindy Williams mm-hmm. in a moment. But we got to start with the weather. This is a massive mm-hmm. ice storm. Bitter cold temperatures, too, across much of the country this morning. Nearly 40 million from Texas to West Virginia under winter alerts. Much of the South is facing ice storm warnings. Now, check out this video from Dallas. It's already causing accidents. Driver after driver losing control, sliding across this ice-covered bridge. And wherever you live, it is likely impacting your airport today. Nearly a 1,000 flights canceled already so far this morning. More delays likely as conditions will worsen. Yeah, I'll standing by with forecast details in just a minute. But first, NBC's Maggie Vespa is in frigid Chicago, where the temperature in frigid Chicago is negative two degrees. Hey, Maggie. 
Hey, Hoda, Savannah. Yeah, suffice it to say, it is painful. Look at our pathetic thermometer right now. Again, like you said, at negative two, I just checked the wind chill. It's closer to negative seven, negative eight when you take the wind into account. So yeah, as you said, this is frigid. This is extreme, but we are far from alone. This morning, close to 37 million Americans waking up to some kind of winter weather alert as this system slams the plains and the Midwest before heading east. This morning, a bitter blast of winter, ice, snow and extreme cold barreling its way across the country. The frigid Arctic front stretching across more than a dozen states from the southern plains to the Ohio Valley. It's going to feel like it's uh, about minus two, minus three outside. The Dallas-Fort Worth area, practically a bullseye for this latest severe system. Yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty treacherous so far. The freezing rain creating icy roads and complete chaos with car after car after car being sent sliding on this road in Dallas and leaving frightening accidents with this car flipped over. The conditions grounding hundreds of flights in the region as crews worked to de-ice planes. Also caught in the storm's crosshairs, Tulsa, Oklahoma. That is all ice. And Fayetteville, Arkansas just raining ice at my house. Freezing rain, ice, sleet, and snow wreaking havoc on the roads. The icing and the sleet is much harder to, to deal with than the snow, especially when it stays cold. Overnight in Brinkley, Arkansas, this semi flipping onto its side, power lines and trees covered in ice. In northern Colorado, unexpected snow squalls causing a string of accidents, briefly shutting down the interstate. Arctic cold from Canada, a key ingredient fueling the storm. In Chicago, single-digit temps couldn't stop Dan O'Connor from taking a dip in Lake Michigan, something he does regularly. It feels amazing. And speaking to that, by the way, guys, we have a jogger coming behind our camera crew here in Chicago. So Chicagoans are not phased, but again, negative two. So it's just crazy to think about. Uh, in some parts of the country, though, as you know, in the Northeast, they still have a mild winter. They're breaking records for measurable snowfall on parts of the East Coast. But we hate to break it to you. This Arctic air is headed your way later this week. So guys, keep your winter gear handy. But before you ask, you cannot borrow ours because we regard this with our life. I'm still shocked over Dan just doing that, like the, just jumping in the water like that. He's something. All right, Maggie, thank you. Insane. I mean, Maggie, she's, she wears it well, she's that really, negative, too. I, I Very positive attitude, yes. but that is yeah. tough out there. That's right. A lot of us are going to be dealing with that today. But first, let's look at these winter weather advisories, winter storm watches, winter storm warnings, and ice storm warnings. 37 million people from Arizona, I should say New Mexico, all the way into West Virginia. And you can see, the, here's what the problem's going to be. This is this area of frozen precip we talked about yesterday on, on NBC Nightly News. There's another round of pr frozen precipitation coming in. And that's the problem. We're going to see rounds and rounds of this Arctic air and this precip coming in. So for today, this Arctic front brings in the cold air, sleet, freezing rain from stretching from Texas into Kentucky. Tomorrow, more of the same. Another round of that wintry mix gripping the south, slick travel, power outages, airport delays. The roads are going to be a mess. We move into Thursday. The heavy rain spreads into the southeast and on into the Gulf Coast. But with that flood risk stretching from Texas on into South Carolina, 
This is dangerous. When we talk about upwards of a half an inch of ice from central Texas on into parts of Arkansas, but even still uh, anywhere from a quarter an inch to a tenth of an inch into the Tennessee River Valley. And there could be some flooding down through Texas also with hourly rainfall rates at an inch. Plus, we've got dangerous wind chills. 19 million people stretching from the southwest all the way into the Great Lakes for temperatures that are dangerously cold. Right now, it is minus 23, the wind chill in Minneapolis, 19 in Little Rock. Tomorrow, that moves further to the east. It'll wind chill tomorrow. Burlington, minus 7, 21 here in New York City. Lexington, 19. And by the weekend, boom, we the bottom falls out. Hartford, minus 3, D.C., 17, 20 in Lexington, 8 in Chicago on Saturday. The good news is it will moderate by Monday. But in the meantime, guys, it is going to be a brutal 72 hours. All right. Now, thank you so much. Let's get to the rest of the forecast in just a bit. Meantime, the investigation into the fatal police beatings of Tyree Nichols is intensifying. Five officers charged with murder in the case. Two additional officers have now been relieved of duty. And the Memphis Fire Department has now fired three of its employees. NBC's Priscilla Thompson has the very latest on this. Hey, Priscilla. Hoda, good morning. The Memphis Police Department says they didn't release information about these officers initially because they haven't been fired and are still under investigation. But this morning, that decision is raising questions about transparency. And a warning, some of the footage you're about to see is disturbing. Two Memphis police officers on leave this morning as the department investigates their actions in the death of Tyree Nichols. Memphis police declined to name one of the officers, but identified the other as Preston Hemphill, a five-year veteran of the force. During the altercation, Hemphill is seen on his body camera, helping pin Nichols down and pointing a taser that authorities say he fired. I hope they stop his Lawyers for Nichols' family are now asking why Hemphill, who is white, has not been fired. He should be terminated like the other five black officers that were terminated. Hemphill's attorney says his client was never present at the second scene and is cooperating with officials in this investigation. In all, seven Memphis police officers are off the job following the brutal beating, including the five ex-officers now charged with murder. The district attorney says more charges could follow. We will be looking at everybody. We're doing it in a, in a, in a thorough and fair manner. This comes as others who are on the scene are also facing disciplinary action. EMTs Robert Long and Jamichael Sandridge and Lieutenant Michelle Whittaker have all been fired. The Memphis Fire Department says an internal investigation found they violated numerous MDF policies and protocols and that the two responding EMTs failed to conduct an adequate patient assessment of Nichols. About 10 minutes after arriving at the scene, poll camera shows EMTs walking away from Nichols and leaving him as he rolls around on the ground in pain. Two Shelby County Sheriff's deputies remain under investigation, a spokesperson confirms. They either failed him by using excessive force, they failed him by not intervening, they failed by not rendering aid. Candles, teddy bears, and balloons now mark the street corner where things went so wrong. Overnight vigils held around the country for the 29-year-old dad. He really did want to change the world, and he did change the world. You know, his name will never be forgotten. In fact, uh, Tyree Nichols' funeral is set for tomorrow. What more do you know about that, Priscilla? 
That's right, Hoda. That funeral will happen tomorrow morning. It is open to the public. We know that Reverend Al Sharpton is expected to deliver the eulogy and that there will also be a call to action as the community here continues to demand justice and change. Hoda. All right, Priscilla, thank you so much for that. We turn now to the escalating violence in the Middle East. Secretary of State Antony Blinken issuing a new call to ease tensions as he meets with the Palestinian president today following a one-on-one with the Israeli leader, Benjamin Netanyahu. NBC's Kelly Kobiea is in Jerusalem for us. Kelly, good morning. Savannah, good morning to you. Yeah, another high stakes meeting for Secretary Blinken, meeting with the Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas on the occupied West Bank today for more than two hours. That meeting running longer than expected and coming, of course, after the deadly shooting at a synagogue last week in Jerusalem that killed seven Israelis and a military raid on the West Bank that left 10 Palestinians dead. After the meeting this morning, Secretary Blinken said it's important to take steps to de-escalate but that's not enough. He said, what we're seeing right now is a shrinking horizon of hope for Palestinians, and that needs to change. This is a a challenging time. Uh, I um, appreciate the president's uh, determination to try to work through it in a responsible way that uh, looks out for the the lives of, uh, of everyone. It's important that we all uh, work together, but particularly Palestinians and Israelis work together, as I said in the first instance, to de-escalate, to reduce the tensions, and then to build from there. The Secretary of State adding the U.S. opposes any action by either side that would jeopardize the goal of a two-state solution, including expansion of settlements. He delivered that same message to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu after their meeting yesterday. Netanyahu is leading one of Israel's most hardline governments in its history. President Abbas blamed Israel for the recent violence. Savannah. All right, Kelly Kobiea in Jerusalem. Thank you. 713. Craig joins the table now. Good morning, Craig. Hey, Hoda Savannah. Good morning. Good morning to you as well. We are following some new developments in the fatal shooting on the Rust movie set. Alec Baldwin and the woman who supervised weapons will be formally charged with involuntary manslaughter today for the death of the film cinematographer. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer has been following this from the very beginning. Miguel, good morning to you. Craig, good morning. The district attorney in New Mexico is expected to officially file those charges just a short time from now. This could begin what could be a long legal process for both Alec Baldwin and the film's armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. If this goes to trial and if both are convicted, they could face more than six years in prison. More than a year after the fatal shooting on the set of Rust, today Alec Baldwin will officially be charged with involuntary manslaughter. The actor-producer will then have 15 days to make his first appearance, which can be held virtually or be waived by his legal team. His attorney already calling the charge a terrible miscarriage of justice, arguing Mr. Baldwin had no reason to believe there was a live bullet in the gun or anyone on the movie set. Is Alec Baldwin facing criminal charges because you believe he pulled the trigger or because he's also a producer on the set? 
He's facing charges because of both. Um, as the actor that pulled the trigger, that's obviously a, a very compelling fact. But he's also facing charges as a producer because he should have known that the conditions on that set were unsafe. Avoiding paparazzi and no longer speaking publicly about the case, Baldwin has been posting to social media, though not about the charges or rust. It's been an emotional time for my family. But wife Hilaria opening up this week on her podcast about the impact on their young family. Because I don't feel so strong. Kids are sponges and while certain conversations are not always age appropriate, we cannot deny that they don't feel the energy. With the attorney for the film's armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, calling the investigation very flawed and also vowing to fight the involuntary manslaughter charges. Do you think they're both equally culpable here? I, I do. A possible trial could come as early as this year. Do you believe Alec Baldwin should go to prison? It's not my call right now to believe whether he goes to prison or not. Just because you're an A-list actor, you're not going to um, be above the law. Miguel, new information. What's the likelihood we see any new information in these filings today? Well, the district attorney is expected to release the charging documents, the plea agreement with the assistant director and the statement of probable cause that will likely show the evidence they already have against Baldwin and Gutierrez-Reed. It's unclear exactly what we'll see, but prosecutors have recently indicated they have video of Baldwin's hand being on the trigger, as well as evidence of a lack of safety standards being followed on set. Craig. All right, Miguel Almaguer Force there in L.A. Miguel, thank you. Let us check in with Al once again for the rest of the forecast. All right, well, the good news uh, for our friends out west, things relatively dry, seasonal. We're looking at frigid temperatures starting to work their way in from the plains, so that's going to be rough into the Great Lakes. Those icing conditions stretching from Texas on into Arkansas and much of, much of the rest of the Tennessee River Valley. Some morning fog down through the southeast, cooling off here in the northeast. Coming up in the next half hour, why bridges and overpasses are so dangerous in this kind of weather we're going to see. Uh, coming up. Yeah, that video out of Dallas was something. Crazy. All right, thank you, Al. Coming up, a growing mystery over missing animals at the Dallas Zoo. Morgan Chesky is right there for us. Hey, Morgan. Hey, Hoda, good morning. First came a missing leopard, then the death of an endangered bird. Now the Dallas Zoo has two missing monkeys on their hands. Coming up, why police say their disappearance was absolutely no accident. We'll send it back to you. All right, Morgan, thank you. Plus, are your travel reward points and perks about to disappear? We've got some big changes to tell you about, and we'll break down what you need to know if you're starting to plan a spring break trip. But first, this is Today on NBC. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated. All right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed uh we're back 7 30 stargazers delight the moon eclipsed mars overnight a rare event that could be seen from Southern California to Florida. And if you missed it, enjoy the pictures because we won't see it again oh. for two years. Cool. It'll be cool. I love it when we gaze upwards. Me too. Yeah, Me too. Let's lovely. get to our 730 headlines, guys. Uh, this morning, police in Florida are searching for several suspects involved in a drive-by shooting that left 10 people hurt. It happened yesterday in the city of Lakeland. Officials say multiple gunmen fired from all four windows of the car, striking victims on both sides of the street. No word yet on a motive, but police believe it was a targeted attack. Two of the victims in critical condition. Now to the latest on Alec Murdoch's double murder trial in South Carolina. The disbarred attorney accused in the murder of his wife and adult son. Prosecutors yesterday putting on a dramatic show and tell for jurors, revealing several firearms seized from Murdoch's gun rooms. Defense attorneys repeatedly objecting, saying ballistics tests had already determined these guns were not involved in the murders. They're just not relevant. But sending, you know, just weapon after weapon back into the jury room during jury deliberations, we think is unfairly prejudicial. Uh, this agent gathered 12-gauge weapons for a reason, because 12-gauge rounds were used to murder Paul Murdoch. Murdoch's attorney suggesting because there were two weapons used, there may have been two different shooters. But the state pushed back on that assertion, saying it could also mean there was one shooter using two guns. Now to a frightening close call. It happened in Hawaii. A boulder crashed through a home and narrowly missed a woman inside. Thankfully, nobody inside that home was injured, but that giant rock did do extensive damage, as you can see. It's about five feet around in size. Unclear what caused that boulder to roll down the hill behind the home, but it did happen after days of heavy rain. I mean, she was like a foot One away from me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, turning now to that mystery that continues to unfold at the Dallas Zoo after the disappearance of, of two rare monkeys now. Yeah, and officials are saying now they may have been taken. This is the fourth suspicious incident involving animals at that zoo just this month. NBC's Morgan Chesky is on the story for us. He's there in Dallas. Morgan, good morning. Yeah. Hey, guys. Good morning. It is disturbing. It is troubling. And it is just downright bizarre what's happening here at the Dallas Zoo. And officials say they have, quote, clear cut evidence that this monkey habitat was tampered with and that someone took these two monkeys to Emperor Tamarins now at the center of a growing investigation. It's the curious face behind Dallas Zoo's latest mystery. Two rare Emperor Tamarins, almost identical to this one. First labeled missing, now 
consider take it. The first warning sign came Monday morning. The zoo said their animal care team noticed the tamarins were missing, saying it was clear that the habitat had been intentionally compromised. Adding police led them to believe the tamarins were taken. The more I hear about this, the more I think that there is malintent behind it. Ron McGill with the Miami Zoo fears the two monkeys, native to South America's Amazon rainforest, and with special dietary and habitat needs, are not getting the care they require. The tamarins, known for their trademark mustache, are considered friendly to humans and are very popular on the black market. You can take an animal out of the wild, but you cannot take the wild out of the animal. For anybody who thinks that, oh, I can turn this into a good pet, you're wrong. You're wrong. The incident is the Dallas Zoo's fourth animal mystery in less than a month. On January 13th, a clouded leopard was reported missing, then found. Crews noticed cuts and fencing around multiple enclosures, including the leopards. Then on January 21st, an endangered vulture was discovered dead. What we found was deemed to be very suspicious, which pointed to this not being a natural death. The repeated issues causing other zoos to scrutinize their own security in an effort to keep every creature safe and sound. My fear is that it's going to get so bad that we have to make so many different types of barriers and security that we lose the ability to do what we're meant to do, and that is to connect people to animals. And that's really a sad state. Morgan, how about the security measures in place? Were there any closed-circuit cameras, anything like that? Yeah, Savannah, the zoo says that they've actually installed more security cameras since that initial disappearance of the leopard back on January 13th. Fortunately, Nova was found. They've also increased foot patrols here. And by and large, the safety record for the Dallas Zoo has never been in question until this January. And important to note here that this monkey habitat wasn't too far from where that clouded leopard Nova initially escaped and was later found, and that these monkeys were reported missing when the zoo was closed yesterday due to inclement weather. Guys, experts say that these monkeys call the Amazon rainforest home. They're used to hot, humid temperatures. They say right now, exposed to the Texas elements, sub-freezing temps, would likely be fatal. Oh, jeez. Oh, back to you. All right, Morgan, we'll continue to watch this. Thank you. Stealing monkeys and yeah. leopards and yeah. dogs? Yeah. i got to figure this out. All right, coming up, Princess Kate delivering a high-profile speech as she promotes the next chapter in her royal work. We'll take you live to Buckingham Palace. First, though, with the spring travel season on the way, what you need to know about airlines that are ready to scale back those reward programs. Tom Costello's on this one for us. Tom, what's the word? Oh, yeah. Listen, if you haven't been traveling in a while and you think that your elite status is still where where you want it to be, maybe not. It may be on the chopping block. And if you're hoping to use those points for a free flight, good luck with that. We're going to tell you how this is all shaping up post-pandemic when we come back. We are back now with Consumer Confidential, our series around this time every morning. We focus on your money. Yeah, and as uh, post-pandemic travel demand continues to surge, a lot of airlines are now scaling back those perks that come with their points and rewards programs. At the same time, some of those travel vouchers that you might have received over the last few years are also set to expire. Okay, so how can we take advantage as we plan our next spring break trip? NBC's Tom Costello is breaking it all down for us. Hey, Tom. Hey, guys, here we go. Okay, so remember three years ago when the pandemic was starting and the airline travel business collapsed? A lot of airlines extended your elite status with the airline, hoping to hold on to you as a customer. Well, now air travel is back in a big way, and your status, that elite status, 
could be on the chopping block. At the nation's airports, the signs are clear. Americans are eager to travel. But for passengers who have been racking up the points and the perks from those reward credit cards and the flights, loyalty may not be worth what it once was. Many airlines, including the largest carriers, Delta, American, and United, are now raising the bar for passengers to reach certain elite status levels after relaxing those levels during the pandemic. In a lot of ways, they're trying to make elite status elite again. That status can mean free upgrades, early boarding, lounge access, TSA pre-check, and free tickets. Amy King has found the new changes to American Airlines program so confusing, and she says unfair, she's ready to leave. I think as a consumer, I, I would like the loyalty program to honor my loyalty. Uh, if, if I'm going to spend that much money a year and always use your airline, American says it continues to evolve the program, allowing members to earn more rewards more often, even before a member reaches the first level of status. Delta says its changes were a necessary step toward both preserving and improving the customer experience for its most loyal and engaged members. Think the airport lounge, think upgrades to first class, all those types of things work well when there's a small subset of people with elite status, but break down when huge swaths of people uh, are able to achieve it. And this spring break, if you're planning to pay with miles, be prepared to fork over even more. From New York City to Miami, about 36,000 miles, rather than the typical 25,000. New York City to L.A., 56,000 miles. Minneapolis to Cancun, brace yourself, 105,000 miles round trip, rather than the usual 35,000. They look at the bank of miles that are out there and they think, wow, we have a, a huge number. And what do they do? They move the goalposts. If you're not loyal to a specific airline, now could be a good time to consider other options. Look into more general travel rewards credit cards. Those earn points that you can use on a variety of airlines, hotels, rental cars. And the advice, if you're still holding on to vouchers from the pandemic, read all of the fine print and check the expiration dates. Is it when you need to travel by or is it when you need to book your flights by? All right. So, Tom, we need some advice. What are some ways that we can prevent our points from expiring or going to waste? So I think the most important thing is to really try to keep track of where you are at any one time. And one good idea is to download a tracking app. And there are a lot of them out there, but these will keep track of your points, of your miles, of your elite status. When you might see something starting to expire, it will hopefully notify you before it expires if you want to take action. The next thing, join a dining rewards program. A lot of hotels and restaurants will also help you earn points towards your status on whatever airline or hotel chain you want. And then use a loyalty shopping portal. It essentially does the same thing, but the whole idea is maximize those credit card purchases so so you're building points. Ah, okay, but here's the big catch. So many people now have so many points and the airlines have fewer seats on any given flight. Actually flying for free, cashing in those points, maybe a bit of a challenge. You may have to fly during the off season, not spring break, not summer, mm -hmm. to take advantage of those of those free flights, guys. Mm -hmm. All right.
Thank you, Tom. Plan my five years ahead. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Al, what you got for the weather? Well, I got to tell you, it's uh, hard to think about spring break when you've got weather like this. Again, we showed you this early. This is Dallas, okay? And you see all these cars sliding on these bridges, you know, the overpasses that you don't even think about. Why is it so much more dangerous in the icing with these overpasses? Well, let's show you what's going on. Here's the deal for you. Uh, We basically are looking at, this is the Hunt Hill, the Margaret Hunt Hill Bridge in Dallas. So you've got an air temperature of 28 degrees. The roads are actually insulated by the ground underneath. So your bridge temperature 40, your road temperature 40 degrees. How, and however, once you get that colder air coming in, comes in underneath the bridge, all of a sudden those roadways are exposed to the cold air above and below. So those bridges are faster to freeze. And you don't think, you, you see this as a bridge, but think about all the overpasses you drive over. You may not be prepared for that. So be very, very careful driving. Now, we're talking about upwards of a half an inch of ice in this ice storm area. Well, a quarter of an inch produces slick roads, bridges, hazardous travel, and icy glaze. You get up to a quarter inch to a half an inch where a good portion of Texas is going to be today. Tree limbs breaking, scattered power outages, dangerous road conditions, airport delays like crazy, and you get upwards of over a half inch, extensive tree damage, impassable roads, and widespread multi-day power outages. For today, cooling off in the northeast, that icy condition down through the south out west we're looking at sunnier skies and that is your latest weather guys all right al thank thank you you. coming up next we are going to remember beloved actress cindy williams and a legacy that went far behind that iconic role on laverne and shirley we'll be right back hey it's mel robbins Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated. All right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Oh, we're back with Carson. Tributes pouring in for this beloved actress, Carson. Yeah, good morning, guys. Yeah. Cindy Williams passed away at the age of 75. She was one of TV's most recognizable stars of the 70s and 80s, highlighted by her unforgettable role on Laverne and Shirley. NBC's Ann Thompson is here with a look back. Good morning, Ann. Good morning, Carson. Cindy Williams' children are remembering their mom as kind, beautiful, and generous, with a brilliant sense of humor. Talent that we watched on Laverne and Shirley, memorable from the show's unforgettable opening theme. For eight seasons, Cindy Williams charmed America as straight-laced Shirley Feeney. It's a very pretty picture. One half of a comic TV duo with Penny Marshall. A society gentleman would only go out with you for one reason. To have a good time, a few laughs, and a little vodio do do I don't vodio do do Together, as Laverne and Shirley, they made the nation laugh once a week. Williams telling Savannah in 2015... 
there was a fool to be, you know, um, made fun of, it would always be us. And we also made sure that it was extremely funny to us. The show, basically The Odd Couple Meets I Love Lucy, was a spinoff from Happy Days. And this is Shirley Feeney. She's yours, as you can see. Mm. (laughs) Nice to meet you, Richie. My pleasure. It, too, captured the nostalgia for the 50s and 60s. But for Williams, the laughter came to an end in 1982. When pregnant with her first child, she sued the production company. They had me working on my due date to have my baby. And I said, I can't, you know, I can't sign this. While you may remember Williams from TV, it was in the movies where she first made her mark. As the cheerleader Lori in American Graffiti, fighting with then Ronnie Howard. And then in the Francis Ford Coppola thriller, The Conversation. Did you see him? The man with the hearing aid like Charles. She married Bill Hudson and had two children. The couple divorced in 2000. In her later years, Williams wrote a memoir and turned those memories into a show. One of two women who never heard the word impossible. Oh, wow. I know. Williams' family says the 75-year-old died after a brief illness. She passed away last wow. week. What a legacy. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we loved horrible. her so much. You know, like we always say, it was such a thrill to get to meet her. Yeah. We're all such super fans. Yeah. This is our era. And she was so lovely. I remember you and Natalie dressed up as them. Oh, right. pay, just to pay tribute the bike. to them. Oh, <laughs> yes. This is our homage. We love Yeah. I remember that day. Oh, it's amazing. It was beautiful. It's so synonymous with our childhood, too. I remember watching when Shirley was dating Richie Cunningham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they would have happy days. They'd have the crossover. Oh, yeah. That was exciting. My that mind would be yeah. blown. The universe is blown. Uh, One of my favorite memories is Ronnie Howard remembrances is Ronnie Howard said, or Ron Howard said, lucky me when he tweeted about her passing. Uh, lucky oh, us. my gosh. Yeah. All right, guys, just ahead, we've got a special conversation. Savannah and Drew Matt Barrymore on the power of female friendship and the importance of teaching young girls. We're going to celebrate a series, and you're going to love it. You know what it's called? Princess Power. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.